He's been asked this many times, and I'm going to ask him again because I was around in those days. What the devil does it mean MacArthur Park is meeting in the dark, all the sweet green icing flowing down, someone left the cake out in the rain, I don't think that I can take it because it took so long to make it. What the devil did that mean? Well, you know, um, first of all, it's a very, very bad practice to explain poetry, and most people don't do it. And I'm, I'm sort of of that uh, bent. But in this particular case, I've written a book called The Cake and the Rain, in which I set forward some of the ideas that inspired MacArthur Park. And, um, you know, my quick response to that question is that everything I wrote about in MacArthur Park was real. They were actually physically, uh, they were the people, the places, the, the, the old men playing checkers with the trees, uh, the birds like tender babies in your hand. All those things were f physical and real. And uh, there was, I, I was taking no LSD when I wrote it. There were suggestions uh, you were, yes, you were hallucinating. Like no, the Beatles, I wasn't. I was, like the Beatles at the I, time. I was writing, I think I was writing in the style of that period. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you if you look at it, I mean, sometimes I think, geez, why am I getting picked on for the cake out in the rain <laughs> when, when Strawberry Fields is so much easier to pick on? Um, but I, you know what? I've always had, I think, a good sense of humor about MacArthur Park. And uh, I've heard, I've heard Weird, Weird Al Yankovic record it, and Father Guido no, uh, uh, Don Novello. Yeah, well, those weird is, yeah. But and, but who who chose? Uh, we'd never heard of Richard. What's his name? Actor. Oh, uh, Richard Harris. Yes. Uh, who chose Richard Harris? Well, I chose. Well, we, we we were mates. We became friends in L.A. Working on a stage production together and. Weren't you running a bit of a risk? I mean, it was unusual, and it was also about seven minutes long. It is. I mean, we still play it. We love it, of course. Well, we really didn't think that it it was ever going to be played anywhere. So one has to understand that for us, for Richard, who always called me Jimmy Webb, ah, oh, Jimmy Webb, we're going to have a great puppet, and I'm going to be a pop star <laughs> with my mighty voice. Um and that was Richard, you know, and, and, and he said, oh, no, no, I must have MacArthur Park. I must have it. Um, and so in the main, what we're doing is going from pub to pub and chasing pretty girls around London. <laughs> but we had this hobby uh, of pursuing this record. And so, of course, why not? We'll do a song that's 7 minutes, 21 seconds long, and we don't have to worry about it anymore because nobody will ever play it on the radio. Nobody will ever hear it again. And certainly I'll never have to explain it to anyone on a radio show. But now listen, there was a, on the flip side, there's another beautiful song you wrote, totally different. This time we almost made the pieces fit, didn't we? Um, and that, Barbara Streisand ended up recording that. She recorded it. Mr. Snodger recorded it. Tony Bennett recorded it. Uh, Liza Minnelli. Okay, now I Much often, covered. I often mention songwriters because they're not as famous as the singers, and yet where would the singers be without the songwriters? Have you made any records yourself? And if so, I don't think I'll play them. No. <laughs> well, I've made a lot of records. Some of them have been played, uh, I might add. 
my last two records I made in Nashville. They charted uh, on Adult Contemporary, and I I was I was accompanied by people like Billy Joel, Keith Urban, Linda Ronstadt. Okay, not bad. I love it. And I'm making another record right now. so, uh, but my main focus is is this book that I labored over for two and a half years. It is called "The Cake and the Rain," and it's available now. What interests me, Jimmy Webb, is why you chose. I mean, you wrote a song about Wichita, another about uh, Phoenix, and another about Galveston. Why? Well, it was commercial. It was working. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I myself kind of got tired of it after a while, and I remember Glenn calling me and saying, "Could you write me another town song?" And I thought, "Oh no, this is very, very bad because I'm 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 becoming known as the guy who writes the town songs, yes. you know." And I said, "Well, no, I really think that I'm trying to shy away from that right now." And he said, "Well, can you make it geographical, you know?" Yes. And so I gave that some thought, and I came up with Wichita Lineman, which sold 44 million records for Glenn. Wow. So, um, Speaking of Glenn, who, who did re- record all of those songs, uh, he is suffering from Alzheimer's, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, is anything being done for him? Well, he's in wonderful uh, um, 24-7 care at a facility that was established by Vince and Amy Gill in Nashville. Uh, particularly for uh, afflicted musicians and industry professionals. And so it's a convivial atmosphere, if there can be a convivial atmosphere. Yes. Because Alzheimer's is a horror. It's a, it's a, it's a living, breathing 21st century horror. Yes, we all know And the pain it. that it inflicts on families is, is almost unbearable. But I, uh, Glenn is now past stage four he's he's certainly not playing the guitar or rec- uh, essentially i don't i'm not sure that he recognizes his own wife anymore i'm not really sure i know that he doesn't know me anymore and he doesn't mm-hmm. know my wife anymore but we visit him when we go to town we spend time with him he he's still very cheerful he's he was an upbeat guy in life he he loved a good joke he he, and he still has a sense of humor even through all that Alzheimer's. I'm talking to Jimmy Webb. Did you write the song called "The Highwayman"? Yes, I did. And who were the highwaymen? Well, Glenn, in, interestingly enough, uh, played that song. He made an he created an album called "The Highwaymen," and when Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, Johnny Cash, and Willie Nelson. Uh, were helping Johnny Cash out with an album for RCA Victor because he was not in good health. He was ailing. Yes. They all went down and they pitched in to help him do this album. And Glenn took this song Highwayman down and said, there's four of you guys. There's four verses to this song. One of you will be the highwayman. One will be you, you, Waylon will be the dam builder. And taught, taught him the song and everything. And they recorded it. It was another one of those magical moments because it went number one country. Look, you've had many magical moments. I know you've got a heavy schedule. Can I ask you finally, of all the songs you've written, do you have a favorite? 
I, I can't, I can't, I'm a list maker. I, I, it would be hard for me. It would be like picking one of my children, really, and saying I have a favorite. But I do have favorites. I, I, I think there, there are songs that represent my, my artisanship. And I think one of those is Wichita Lineman. I think another one is The Moon's a Harsh Mistress. Some of them aren't so popular or well-known, but there are certain th- songs that are dearer to me because I know the workmanship that went into them. And you'll be singing them all, I hope? I will. Thursday, one week from today, the 29th, Sydney Recital In a loud, strong voice. (laughs) (laughs) I was being facetious when I asked you, did you record them, and I wouldn't play the record. It's just that you had so many sensational artists. No, no. I, I, I definitely have a problem when it comes to competing with the people who recorded my songs. I think you would, Ben Campbell. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great to talk to you. Thank you so much, man. Pleasure.